Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of all our favorite fictional universes. My name's Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we're talking about Godzilla versus King Kong. And slash or slash versus King Kong. Those three things. (laughs) We'll be talking one of them, the other one, and when they fight. Also, spoilers for the movie that just came out. Anyways, let's let's start with the big old G-Man himself. God. (laughs) Zilla! I get it now. It's kind of like he's a god, but also a lizard. <laughs> now, I know you watched a bunch of them pretty recently, the the Toho films. Right? Um, I didn't watch a bunch of them recently. I was gonna watch a bunch uh, of them recently. I've been misled. But I've been... Wa- I never said that. <laughs> Don't call me a fucking liar to the people. But I've been watching a bunch of stuff about Godzilla recently. I've never been huge on the Toho films. Like, they're good for what they are, but I can never just, like, sit down and watch them. Oh, yeah, no. That's why I haven't watched them. I haven't had anybody around to watch (laughs) them with. Because if you're just sitting in your room watching those movies alone, you're probably not going to have a good time. I don't know. You could, but it's probably a bit harder. Honestly, sounds a bit sad to do that. No, let's not not say that. (laughs) It could be very fun for some No, yeah, look. They're good movies. They're fun movies. They have cool ideas. Yes. Now, they are held back by being in a time period where they couldn't really do yes. a lot of those cool they ideas. They are very dated. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm sure if you're a Godzilla head or a Kong fanatic, they hold up pretty well. But as a person who likes both of these characters but isn't like a huge fan, they hold up fine, I guess. Um, now, can we, we should probably get this out of the way pretty early. Pick a favorite. Okay, my favorite, I am a huge fan of Rodan. I've always been, uh, he's always been a one he's after cool. uh, my heart. I in, like his... In King of Monsters, he looks a bit like a duck. Oh yeah, no, I, I think his design in King of Monsters fucking rules. <laughs> duck and all. 
Uh, but I like original Rodan with the big man feet because they needed to fit man <laughs> feet in the costume. Does I enjoyed that a good bit. Um, but, oh, I do like a good bit of them. Um, fucking Ghidorah is always a good one. Yeah, he's fucking, does rule. He's fucking pretty cool. Um, I do love Space Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla heaps. You gotta pick one. Uh, if I was gonna pick one, I would pick. I pick. I'm basically I'm picking this just because I'm gonna be the unique little flower I am. I pick Zilla. Oh, from, from... not from the what was it 1999? Yeah, with Matthew Broderick. But the one from Godzilla Final Wars oh. that the Japanese Godzilla just fucking killed in like one blast. Not the one from the tie-in TV show to the 1999. That show actually ruled. I actually <laughs> liked that show heaps as a kid. I did not like the movie as a kid. I thought it was a very boring movie. I watched that show a good bit. Look, that's just fair. I mean, you were a child and probably had shitty opinions, but like... Look, uh, maybe I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, <laughs> maybe I want to watch that show and see if it holds up. Oh, look. There was that one, and then there was like a King Kong one I watched a good deal as a kid, where I think one guy had a telepathic link with King Kong. Oh. And then he was like, Kong, come save me and do my fights for me. Look, that makes sense. You get a little bit of that in this movie. Yeah, you do, but it's not telepathic link. It's maybe sign, sign language, language link? yeah which look it's if you're going for realistic i guess that's as realistic as you're gonna get i do a bit dislike because the idea that primates can learn sign language is a bit of a myth like there's the talk of coco but there's a lot of evidence that suggests that she didn't actually know sign language she just did hand motions and got treats for it and she was like well if i do this i'll get things for it yeah but also, this Kong is more intelligence level of a man well, than yes, an ape. I'm just saying, I, I don't necessarily appreciate perpetuating that myth. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, if you're going to be mad at any movie for doing that, it would be Rampage, which <laughs> is basically just King Kong. Kind of basically this movie, because he fights a big alligator, yeah, too. Yeah, he does fight a big alligator. Remember in that bit when the alligator had wings? Yeah, and they're like, ah, like, oh, shit, the alligator flies. Wait, no, is, is that the alligator or is that the wolf? I think the wolf flies. I think the flies. wolf flies. Yeah. That's worse for some reason. I don't know. It's I, more like, like a bat. Yeah, Very yeah. Very few lizards fly. But well, no, but animals. like there's like with like lizards, you're like yeah, I know a pterodactyl. I understand dinosaurs. Yeah, but like it's supposed but to like, be. But like, wolves don't. Yeah. Dogs don't fly. But bats. Okay, do. yes, but it, this isn't a bat. It's a dog. But yes, but if you're taking, if you can understand a reptile flying because of. Uh, no, no, but you're looking at big dinosaur monster. That's like an alligator or big well, wolf no, monster. Like they're based well, yes, on what they, they are. They are. So, like the only plus, living plus the alligator, its flatness seems pretty king for like the gliding yeah, bits. Yeah, I could see that. But like the only living reptile that like glides or anything is what like um, the Draco. I think is what it's called. It's like 
South American, and it's a yeah. it's like a tiny reptile that basically flies like a flying squirrel. Like it yeah. leaps off of trees and is like, "Woo, I can fly!" It's pretty cool. Um, but bats just exist. There are a well, bunch. Yeah, of no, of bats. but it's not a. But I can understand a mammal flying. That's less out of the ordinary than a reptile flying. Yeah, but. Yeah, okay. I was. Let's be real. Both of these are ridiculous. <laughs> and either could have happened because the movie's ridiculous. It, it's the body shape of the wolf for me. It's the fact that the wolf has, like, the legs that go downwards. So how it's got to stretch. Well, in that movie, it doesn't have the legs that go downwards. It's got more of, like, an ape like arm span kind of thing. Yeah, okay. I haven't seen that movie in ages, and I think I've only seen it once. <laughs> Look, it's not great. But anyways, we're not here to talk about fucking Rampage. We're here to talk about King Godzilla Kong and King, King Kong. Kong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're here to talk about the Godzilla animated series for a hot <laughs> You second. wish. I mean, we can't. It was pretty good. Look, I've never seen it. I'll just have to take your word on this. It was much better than the movie. At least trust me when I tell well, you that's that. That's not a very high okay. bar. Uh, but for a kid's animated TV show, it was pretty sweet. Like, so you know how in the movie it had a bunch of babies? Yeah. Well, one of those babies, like, survived. And it imprinted on this just average... I think it was the guy from it the movie. But it, it was nothing like him. It was a guy with the same name, basically. <laughs> And then so he had a, his own, like, little Godzilla. He could, oh. well, it was big now. But he was basically, hey, go fuck up that crab monster. And that crab monster's like, what? You want to come at me, bitch? <laughs> I don't know crab monsters in these yeah, movies. Yeah, no. I'll say it. Like, you get a few of them, uh, just in passing, in uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. When they go into the Hollow Earth, they're like, little crab guys pop yeah. out of the ground and like hey i'm a little crab this that's one thing i do like about this legendary monster vs godzilla deal they got a lot, lot of like really cool monster designs yeah they like, got um i i really like the one in uh skull island of that like spider with the bamboo oh, leg yeah, type yeah. deal it's like and then like a spider assassin bug kind yeah of combo. it shoots like little tongue things out and drags people up and then it's got crab claws underneath yeah that just kind of chop them up and feed yeah and then i do like because it did have like bamboo legs the legs weren't all that strong, so like all the, they just they just through. slice yeah, them like off the with machetes, machetes and stuff. That was pretty cool. I also like the I like the big stick bug that he was sitting on. Yeah, that, that big was stick cool. bug looks pretty sweet. Um, the what's it called? Um, there's the big squid that he eats. A buffalo. That's oh, what I'm the thinking. water buffalo. Yeah, yeah, the water buffalo thing. I think it's sweet. weird that they have sort of. A bit of overlap in those, because, like, in King of Monsters, you see the, I think they call it the behemoth. The behemoth, yeah. Which is a big, not quite an elephant, that has massive tusks. Yeah, like, it's more, to it's more of, like, a mammoth type deal. Well, yeah, but it's also not quite. It's yeah. like a big ground sloth mixed with a mammoth, mm -hmm. which is cool. I mean, I think the idea of having, like, a big ground sloth is rad, because that's sort of, like, a very small-scale kaiju. Um... I did like that they um, kind of connected them. Like they, like we uh, had talked about while we were there at the movie and just afterwards, they like to tie in actual mythologies mm. when they can. And I forget the name of it now, 
But there is like a uh, South American cryptid that is pretty similar to the behemoth. It's like a big ass bison. Yeah, it's like a big deal. No, not like a more like the ground sloth mammoth kind of deal. Oh, okay. And they, I, I forget what it is called, but I know they gave it that name. Like I was like, sometimes it's called this, and I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, I like the idea of like in, using cryptid names to name these guys because otherwise mm-hmm. they get kind of generic names like uh, there's the Leviathan and then there's ooh, this one was the Behemoth. Yes, I feel bad for in the first one the Mutos. Yes, because they, they just kind of got, really got stuck names. with that name because all of them were what is it? Uh, um, mutated, unidentified terrestrial, terrestrial organism. Organism, yeah. Yeah. And then immediately when they say that line, they're like, and this one's no longer terrestrial because it's the the male Muto who can yeah. fly. So immediately that name's out the window. And But that's still the one they call Yeah, the it's still always, like, it seemed like Muto was going to be what they called all Titans, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're, that's just one type. Yeah. Who are pretty small. Like, I know in King of Monsters they have the Queen Muto, who sort of just shows up. And that last bit where they're all gathering over to bow in front of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, she looks almost identical to the original, but it's a bit bigger. And it's got weird, like, head spikes, mm-hmm. which I think they literally said, like, in press stuff, was to symbolize a, a crown, crown, that it's the queen. Um, I don't know. I like, because the Mutos are not based on anything from the Toho. And mm, that was that was when, when they were like, oh, let's do our own thing. And then once it got popular, all the Godzilla fans were like, oh, where's this monster? Yeah. Where's this Which monster? Which I like both. Yeah. I, I do like uh, the Mutos as, because they're closer to an actual organism than any of the Toho era guys are. Mm-hmm. Everybody else seems almost um, a lot more supernatural. Whereas uh, the Mutos are very much like, oh no, these are just big creatures. Like, yeah. They're no. not malicious. They're trying to find each other and mate for the propagation of their species. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, makes sense. And because I recently watched the 2014 Godzilla, um, there's a scene where they kill like basically all of the Mutos' babies that she was going to uh, hatch. And you see genuine like sadness on her face oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about sympathetic for them like wow yeah no i think i think they gotta really i like how those ones specifically are like they feel more bug like than the other ones which i I like yeah it there's something about a big bug that's more believable to me than like a big animal which is weird because yeah specifically one of the few creatures that are the size they are because the Earth mm-hmm. is not designed to have them that big. Like, if there was more oxygen in our atmosphere, we would get big bugs. Mm-hmm. The way they breathe is specifically not yeah. allowed to get big. Which is funny that, like, but, like, uh, what is it? Them? The big ants? Mm-hmm. The, for the bee movie from, like, the 50s? That's more believable than, like, a giant it, ape. I think it's just something about... they. It's because how alien yes, they look, they I think already it look alien. And you can kind of just say, like, well, yeah, they got a weird biology. I mm-hmm. get it. Uh, I do think I remember reading that in press stuff, they also said, it might have been in tie-in comics or something. I remember reading somewhere that they said that the Mutos, the closest thing that they are to of an actual organism is a mammal, which is just crazy that... to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't so have can live you, birth. Can you... They lay eggs. They... Can you milk a Muto? <laughs> well, that's what I'm... That's gross. Yeah. 
Um, I do like the idea, the more into that they're just like organisms, that uh, the male and the female have sexual dimorphism, mm-hmm. where males are like small yeah. and winged, but the females are massive, which is pretty realistic. You get that a lot in insect species, uh, like spiders, that's not even all that uncommon, mm-hmm. where the females are just massive, where the males are like, I'm real little. And I liked that because you could see them both fight. They both provided a different threat to Godzilla without it being like, oh, two different things. Yeah, they're they're both a similar creature who kind of, like, you could see how they are the same thing. Yeah. But they kind of also did their own thing and fought their own way and whatnot. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. cool. Like, there was a lot of swooping from, like, the male. Yeah, because the male Muto, who I think has a name, I think it's... Hokumuto, because he was found in Hokkaido, Japan. And then the uh, the female Muto is Femmuto, because it's female. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but the, the male Muto couldn't really damage Godzilla on his own. He kind of just went over and distracted him heaps, while the female uh, Muto attacked him eventually. Mm-hmm. But the female Muto could not stand a straight-on, one-on-one fight with him. So they kind of needed to do yeah, a sort they, of on-off thing. They, it was a whole tag deal. Yeah, which is I, cool. I really like that fight at the end of that. That Watching that, like I knew... Most I, of the movie was pretty boring, I'll yeah, be honest. It, it, was, it was mostly... It would have been much better if they kept Brian yes, Cranston around, for one. Look, that's just sort of a rule with almost yeah. anything. <laughs> anything Brian Cranston's in, the more of him that's in it, the better. Mm-hmm. But, um... Aaron Taylor Johnson is the... Oh, yeah. the Most of that movie is it's pretty boring, and I do understand why people were, like, weren't happy with it when it came out, because I think it's only, like, Godzilla is only in, like, 14 minutes yeah. of it. But I l- absolutely love that last The 14 minutes battle. that he is in it yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, and, like, that one... Uh, the, that one kind of bugged me a bit because it really seemed like I was setting up for something cool. Was uh, I think it was they were on Ho- at Hawaii. Yes. Yeah, and he's on the airport and you see him stomp down and that explosion lights up Godzilla's leg and everything and then you pan up and see him. That was such a that cool movie shot. is probably the one that does the best with scale. Like all of the other ones are good at it. They're fine, but like. It's easy to just kind of think of them as big. Yeah. Whereas in the first one, it's very clear, wow, they are massive. Yeah. You get a lot of people running around for scale. I, I think this one actually did pretty good at it. Because I had that thought while we were watching it. Like, man, these really do feel big. Like, you have, like, people run across the screen as, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a Bigfoot or something. Or there's a one where... Uh, it shows the office building from the inside yeah. when Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla <laughs> fight. Mecha Godzilla's in this movie, by the way. We Look, if you you're listening spoilers. to this, yes. you've probably seen the film already. Otherwise, we said we were going to spoil. Or you just don't care. Or you just don't care. care. And if that's the case, don't come to us if you don't care. <laughs> but uh, Mecha Godzilla is in it, and while we're on Mecha Godzilla. I thought it was cool that he was in it. A little goofy. I, I was I lo- so I excited him, to see Mechagodzilla. I do not like his design very much. I thought... I really liked I his design. I like parts of it a lot. I liked his hands a lot. I liked I his really face didn't a good like bit. His hands. his hands were like... Like arcade claw hands. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, especially when you see him grab around things. I thought it was like a cool shape to grab things on. I don't know. On. I thought it was like... 
It looked goofy in motion. It looked like somebody got a toy. Yeah, and was that's, moving it around. that's fair. I could see that. I, I liked, because I had that thought while watching it. I liked seeing how his hands interacted with the stuff he was grabbing. And like, you get that one shot where he's going to do the same thing Godzilla yeah, did to the, the Muto. Muto. Yeah, where he's got his hands wrapped around Godzilla. And I thought, right then was when I was like, oh, I really like the hand design. Was because how it was wrapped around his head. I get I that. I thought that was I, really I cool. I didn't like his hand design very much because it looked like a toy. Mm-hmm. It looked a lot like... You could see the articulation in it. Like, his hands were very much, like... You could almost see the screws yeah, in them no, as they Yeah, no, that's moved. fair. And I was like, well, that looks weird. One thing I did really like in the design was the spine design. Yes, I, that's one of my biggest things. I love the spine Because design. it looks like they're, like, built for utility. It doesn't. It didn't look like they were trying mimic the godzilla spines it didn't look like they were trying to mimic the godzilla spines and it didn't look like they were just for show it looked like they served a purpose which i think is cool and then uh i liked the panels in the back that shifted open yeah he would blast himself around i loved that he kind of moved around like uh bakugo from from my My hero academia he did that heaps yeah i thought that was which is cool. cool he also fought a lot like a guy which i thought was weird Especially because, again, spoiler, but again, you already don't care. Um, it wasn't the guy piloting it. Yeah, it, it was, was King Ghidorah. One of King Ghidorah's heads was piloting it. I, I, I kind of got the uh, impression that it was like a bit like a vision deal where it's multiple things coming together to create its own thing. Oh, okay. Because it, they did talk about how they programmed it and everything, and how it is the brain of a King Ghidorah. And maybe a bit of that guy just yeah, got Yeah, that in one there. guy. And so that's like, oh, that's how I fight like a dude. That one guy <laughs> had a lot of, like, he showed up a lot in the movie and seemed like he was going to be much more important, especially when you see that he's the pilot mm-hmm. of Mechagodzilla. He kind of just, I yeah, think, it, I thought, because there's he's got those bands around yeah. his face, so it's hard to see it. So I thought it was the other guy, um, what's his name? I, Irizawa? Yeah, the, from the first movie. Well, not the, the first, I guess he'd be related, because that was his name in the first two uh, movies, right? His first name, yeah, his name was Surizawa, I think. Uh, and then I think this guy had a similar sounding name, if not the same name. I didn't catch it that well. Yeah, like maybe they're related deal. But I feel like if they were, it would have been a bigger deal. Yeah, no. I, he kind of just shows up mm-hmm. a bit and then is like, we shouldn't do this. And then does it anyway and then like dies. Yeah, I, I actually thought that was him in the thing. But then, like, you get a pretty good shot of his face with like the yeah. eyes rolled back. I'm like, oh, that's just some other random dude. Um, and then, uh,. When he gets into it, the lightning, like, you see him basically get electric chaired. Yeah. And then I assume dies. I guess he just died. But maybe a bit of his brain got uploaded to Mechagodzilla. And it's like, I, I fight like a Street Fighter. Like, not like the video game Street Fighter, although a bit like that. Like, just a regular guy fighting. Like, he did a lot of, like, swinging a haymaker mm-hmm. or a couple of jumping off a building to do a punch. No, there was this game for, like, the PS2 and Xbox uh, well, I think it might have been Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah. But it was a Godzilla fighting game. And man, would I love one for, like, the new <laughs> legendary cool. ones like that. There was a game that came out a couple years ago. 
uh, called Godzilla. I think it was like in 2014-ish. Probably to try and, to tell you make yeah, movie. Yeah, and I never heard anything about this game, like no marketing for it. I was at the store, and I just stumbled upon it. I'm like, I am buying this like right now. And I got it, and I took it home, and it was so boring. Yeah. Godzilla, they, re- they really wanted to make Godzilla feel big in it. So what they did was make him slow, yeah. and it's so boring. And all you did was, like, go around and, like, blow up, like, I think it was, like, nuclear facilities and mm. shit. And it was, it was, that was the most disappointed I've ever been with, like, because it, it felt like such a magical yeah, moment. Yeah, like, I'm like, I found this thing. It, and there it yeah, is. Yeah, and I, like, I was, like, legit sad. The next day I took it back, and I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe this. I do, um, I think it's weird that these movies have almost completely gotten rid of Godzilla as a metaphor for the atomic bomb. Oh, yeah. I think it hasn't been that for a while. Yes, but... but in these movies at all... In these movies, he is very much almost, like, to the point of, like, Superman. Oh, yeah, he is a a superhero. He's unabashedly a superhero. Yeah. Whose only goal is to help humanity. Which that's what Godzilla's been. Eventually, for a while. yes, he does become that. But, but yeah, in the first couple of movies, yes, it was a metaphor of this giant monster that just came in and like mindless destruction and everything, and uh, with especially with him being atomic yeah. and everything. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's weird that like. He is just unequivocally the best guy in these movies. Yeah. He never destroys anything that wasn't, like, evacuated, if he can help it. Uh, he only attacks, like, bad things. Like, he, mm-hmm. um, the only time it seems like he's not is when he's attacking the Apex place at the beginning of this. And even that, if you're, like, paying attention at all, it's like, oh, so this is, like, an evil corporation? Yeah. It, I will say, as a Godzilla fan... I'm I'm totally okay with that because I want to be rooting yeah. for Godzilla. It kind of like in the first one that was the one that was most like oh he is kind of just because he was destroying that city like yes, no problem and everything. It, it was just I do like it being his job is to like his instinctually get rid of these like titan threats. Yeah. Because in the first one, that's the deal. He, The Mutos are specifically parasites of Titans. And, I don't know if this is explicitly that, but they hint at it quite a bit. Explicitly parasites of whatever species Godzilla mm-hmm. is. Because uh, the beginning of that movie is they go to the Philippines, where they've accidentally like broken open uh, this like cavern that has the full-on skeleton of a, of a Godzilla species. Um, which I'm really surprised they never use that yes, for Mechagodzilla. In Mechagodzilla, he is built yeah. as a skeleton of Godzilla. Originally. Yes, I think that's Mechagodzilla 2. One of them is just an alien yes, robot. I think that one might come after the first one. But I'm not. I'm, look, I'm I, not I, I think the alien one. robot's the first one. I, I could be wrong, but. That's that seems the most right to me. That's fair, but yeah, I remember at least for one of the Mechagodzillas, they use Godzilla's skeleton mm-hmm. to make it, and I assumed that's what they were gonna do this time. One, because that's cool, like world building. Yeah, because they already because do that stuff with, and it would be cool. That's in the first one, and then in the fourth one, they tie that back. Yeah, and 
it makes it i mean obviously none of this is plausible or realistic <laughs> yeah. or at all really even reasonable but it would it would take a step towards maybe a bit more plausibility if it's like oh they didn't need to just build a giant metal yeah, structure for no, this they used like a skeleton as like a starting point to build around and be like that makes sense yeah no i uh, get I that i think they should have gone farther with Mechagodzilla having pieces of other Titans in it. That would have been, been cool. cool. Yeah. Like, I was really hoping his atomic breath was going to be um, Ghidorah's, like, lightning, yellow lightning. Which, I do believe they said it was gravitational lasers. Which is just a fun, cool way of saying lightning, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, they didn't do anything gravity-wise. Yeah. And, uh, and they didn't act like lasers. So it, it was it acted like the same atomic breath that but Godzilla had, yeah. which I think it just because they also say that like Godzilla's is like atomic fire. So I think a way of doing atomic fire is gravitational lightning. That way they're just not like he's generating a whole lot of mm-hmm. electricity. One thing that would have been cool if they did use Ghidorah's lightning and everything. They do the they I I'm very surprised they did it and I, I was very so excited. I remember I turned to you in the theater yeah, and was like hmm? that they gave uh King Kong the electricity yeah. power up that he got in the first King Kong versus Godzilla. I would have been so happy. I mean it would have been so goofy, but I would have been but so I would have liked that if uh if it did shoot the Ghidorah lightning, if they're like, Oh no, Godzilla's dying, we need a reason start his heart like they did in the movie <laughs> and then like mechagodzilla's fighting godzilla and he misses a shot and it just hits king <laughs> kong in the chest and that powers him back up i think that would have been maybe not that specifically yeah but, but based on that um i think using king Ghidorah because they're already using him using him or like rodan or something as an energy source for mechagodzilla would have been better than weird unexplained yeah. blue rock it, and it wasn't even like the blue rock like was the energy source yeah, they, it, they, they copied it. the blue rocks energy source and then just made that energy out of nowhere i yeah, guess yeah i don't they didn't explain this super well but from what i gather is they already had the ability to make a whole yeah, lot of they energy. just needed kind of the code to yeah, do it. Yeah, they needed this specific type of energy that the Titans are fueled by, which yeah. I don't understand why. Like it would have made even more sense if they took like a chunk of that stuff to power them. Even that would have made more mm-hmm. sense than just like, all right, well we've got the energy signature down, we can just pump them full of it. But yeah, no, it would have been cool if they focused on more the like they could have done the. Old Godzilla skeleton. Which I think would have been cool. The... Godzilla's called, I think they say it in tie-in comics, by Monarch as Adam, because he's the first one mm-hmm. they found. Or um, Dagon, which is what the mm-hmm. Venetian people called him when they saw him. Uh, but they could have done its skeleton, the brain of Ghidorah, and then like sure, yeah. whatever the, the energy source is. Well, yeah, that's kind of the only intact brain they had lying yeah. around, too. Um, and then maybe something from the Mutos, maybe the, how it, no, because they did absorb, those were really good at absorbing absorbing the radiation. And they could make EMPs, Mm -hmm. which could have been cool. Uh, and then they had a few others, um, they had like the Skull Crawlers that was already, they already, the Apex already owned them, they already Mm -hmm. had them. They just didn't really do anything with them except test mechanisms. I think it was just supposed to, I think it was (laughs) just thrown in. To be like, oh, look, it's 
Kong thing, did happen. That thing Kong fought, and it was hard for him. Look at Mechagodzilla take it out effortlessly. Yeah, no, that's fair. But I don't know. I think they could have done a lot more with actually making him built out of the parts from the other monsters. Yeah, no, but I, I... I think for that, they also would have had to have more monsters die and or be in a fight. Yeah, but they could have... Because they can't do... I. They're not going to make as many, even near as many movies as, no. like... All they the old Toho and... level successful, and they probably still yeah. won't make as many as Toho. So, like, you could go through and pick a couple of the monsters from there, and maybe just put. I know people are going to be disappointed because that's kind of like, yeah, we're not doing that yes. monster, but at least it would have been involved somehow. Yeah, and even if they would be dis- even if they would be disappointed, you could definitely do a thing where they do it. Um, where it's like, no, that was just one of that species. The actual yeah. character you like is still alive. That's true, too. Because they could easily do that, like like the Godzilla Dagon, or um, like we were saying on the car ride home, uh, I don't remember how to pronounce it, Aqueous? Um, yeah, no. I, I like a lot of the monsters. I'm just so bad with names, especially, too, yeah. especially just not like normal American yeah, names. Yeah, like I know Dave, but I... <laughs> I could pick out any Dave. I think it's... A KS? I want to say a GS, but... I know it's like probably... A-Q-U. Yes. Maybe another U. It, it's it's the spiky turtle. Yes. I like... Because, like, that was a fan favorite, because he's basically Godzilla's best friend. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't use him. They didn't have the rights to him. Uh, so, in uh, King of Monsters, when they go underwater to that, like, civilization... You see a skeleton that looks a whole heck yeah. of a lot like him down there. And they could have gotten that, yeah. too. It implies that... That monster also knew Godzilla, which I think mm-hmm. is cool. But, um, I don't know. You could have done some more stuff with that. Although that's kind of messed up, sleeping next to the corpse of your friend. Yeah, she got to. <laughs> There's a fluctuating scale of how intelligent these creatures are. Yeah, sometimes no. they're just animals, sometimes I, they're people. Yeah. The only one who doesn't fluctuate is King Kong. He's just kind of a guy. Yeah, he's just kind Especially of a man. Especially in this one that you can see he understands sign language, like, super well. <laughs> Um, I don't know, it's just weird Yeah, <laughs> that he's kind of just a guy. I, I get it. He, that's kind of what Kong had going yes. for him, what's his intelligence and speed. It's really weird how much this movie is a bit like Batman v Superman. The only difference is Kong actually stood more of a fight. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. That's all these versus yes. movies. But like, I'm actually surprised in this movie that there was a winner. Yeah. Because usually they avoid that kind of two stuff. Two out of three rounds, Godzilla won. He was just the... And the second round kind of just wasn't over or anything. Yeah, there was kind of only two rounds. Godzilla it was only three early. because one guy was like, ah, oh, round two goes to Kong. Yeah. So, so all the King Kong fans are all like, oh, he just got shrouded the whole way. Yeah. Which, like, it's, it's a Tommy blitz. Who, who really if, if King Kong didn't have the magic axe, he would have been out way oh, earlier. Yeah. No, that's what I was getting at. Like, Batman had a kryptonite spear. Yeah. Kong's got a magic axe. No, that's fair. I just think it's funny that how similar it, they they're really pretty are. They're similar. Uh, but one thing I was uh, going to touch on earlier was we are talking about them doing the different monsters. I would love just other monsters' movies, like how they had Mothra movies and yeah, yeah. everything. 
But one I would really be into is a Rodan movie because the, the Rodan in Kingdom Monsters is so cool. It's, I think he's cool. It's I don't such know. a he just I, doesn't seem to have much going on. For yeah, him. he is kind of just a big bird, but he's got kind of the lava deal. But him just him flying over, over things and so cool. just tearing things apart. That was one, genuinely one of the cooler scenes in that movie where Rodan is just flying over that like city. And it just, just the yeah. wind from his wings are just destroying it. That gives you a really good sense of scale. Mm-hmm. All, all of these movies, the monster bits in the movies, just rule. Yeah, I mean. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some of them are still goofy, but like, yeah, it comes with the territory. You, you, if oh. you were trying to play this whole straight leg, it wouldn't work. It, it work. would not work. It would, no. <laughs> Godzilla did his judo flip. Oh, yeah. That was so fucking cool. What was... Uh, Gigon? I think his name's Gigon or whatever. It's the it's the monster in Godzilla that they made basically to bully his yeah. son. And my <laughs> one of my favorite moves... My top favorite move is the Godzilla drop. Oh, yeah. Where he, Not, 
jumps nothing up on will his beat, tail and just sort of moves yeah, through the Nothing air. will beat the Godzilla dropkick. But a close second <laughs> is the Godzilla judo flip. When he grabs that guy and flips him on his ass. And he does and that, he to, does King that to fucking King Kong. And that rules so much. It was so funny. It's so fucking good. I it love it. It rules so much. Like, a lot of this movie is very easily just... Turn your brain off, have fun, and it is fun. Yeah, no, that that's one thing about these movies is all the monster fights are so fun, and just the monsters being around yeah. is so cool. But the <laughs> human bits are so boring. The this only does a decent job. If if I had to pick, and it's not Brian Cranston, this movie does the best. I I would say Kong. I liked Kong human bits a lot more. I like Kong I like... human bits because of how extreme they are they're mm-hmm. all very much caricatures of the kind of characters yeah. they are and they all die really funnily and stuff mm-hmm. but, but like as far as having the humans be there they serve a purpose because even in kong skull island yeah they didn't really serve a purpose much mm-hmm. they were kind of just like oh like samuel l jackson was like oh i gotta kill kong yes. and i'm but all the soldiers in that i really like the yes. soldiers a good bit they had personality um what's his name um Step brother, um, oh John C. Riley. John C. Riley, I really enjoyed. I he thought was, he was really he was good comedy relief. And then, like this movie, like he, he, it's it's a really fine line between comedy relief and annoying. Yeah, and he rides that line so well. Which I think in this one, um, what's his, what was his name? The guy everybody. The guy with the podcast. Reason? Oh, that guy. I, yeah. I I thought he was way more on the annoying he side of that line. The annoying side a little bit. He wasn't too bad, yes. but he definitely was more on that side. But um, other than in Kong, Brie Larson and um Tom oh, Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Which Tom Hiddleston was kind of the boring, I'm good at everything yeah, guy. Yeah, he was pretty boring. And then Brie Larson was kind of just the chick. Yeah, she didn't do much. She like, she took pictures. She took pictures. And, um, well, nobody really did much besides Samuel Jackson in that movie, to yeah. be fair. Although, I did really like um, John Goodman in yes. that movie. Yes, oh my. Like, he didn't do much, and he dies pretty early on. Man, does he? He's around for a while. He dies about halfway through. Like he he doesn't make it. He's not there for heaps. Yeah, he's not a main character really. Yeah, and I, John John Goodman never sucks. That is a rule I follow. I can't think of a single thing John Goodman's in where he is bad. Look, I can't think of anything to prove me wrong. Just kind of rules. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, I do like in that movie they do the whole. Because he's doing the whole conspiracy yes. theorist is right deal. But usually they have that kind of person as the hero. Yeah. And that was not him in this. He lied to everybody about being. Oh, yeah. Uh, why they're there. He, like, he held things back. And he wasn't just a crackpot. He did work for yeah. Mono. He was just kind of the guy with the crazy ideas yes. back then. But he wasn't, like, a conspiracy theorist. And I like that his motivation... Uh, I don't think it's flat out said, uh, but it's really implied that his motivation is from Godzilla because he's a survivor of like a, a like he was on a ship. Yeah. And then like they were I think it was when they were trying to kill Godzilla with the was, atomic testing. Yeah, quote they said unquote. it was testing, but they were trying to drop bombs on. Yeah. It. It's either those were two separate things Wait. or those were the. So did the atomic bombs just not do anything? Because Godzilla in these in this in the MonsterVerse already had atomic breath. He didn't get that from the yeah. Bomb. 
And he was already radioactive because they make it very clear no, that the yeah. Hollow Earth is radioactive. They they just didn't do anything to him. The only weapon we had, well, I guess now Mecha Godzilla. The only weapon we had that was effective on him was the oxygen destroyer. Yeah. Because that wasn't because he still needs to breathe. Or yeah, and it wasn't just because all the other nuclear weapons just amped him up. Like the after the oxygen destroyer, how they save him is by nuking him. Yeah. Which is weird how radiation, which I guess gets more into the he's no longer a metaphor for the atomic bomb. Yeah. But radiation is really not involved in these films. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in the first one, because that's what the Mutos are after. But Godzilla doesn't care about them. He's only near them because the Mutos are. Uh, And then they bring him back to life with a nuke. Yeah, the second one, radiation's a bigger deal, because that's how they bring him back to life. And then that's how, like, it amps him up and he gets, like, the super yeah, mode. he gets burning Godzilla. Yeah. Around, which looks cool Yeah, no, that was so, I was so excited um, for that. Like, I don't know, Radiation, which, look, he was like this in the Toho films, too, and then it's been like this in comics for ages. Uh, radiation is kind of just magic. Oh, yeah, no, like, it is. Uh, <laughs> like, it gives you a Hulk, it gives you, like, a beans, and, yeah, it's... Um, in this one, they use it almost genuinely like magic, because they say that each of the, the Titans, especially the Protector-class Titans, uh, in their wake, they leave a special kind of radiation. Yeah, they that say that in King of Monsters. Yeah, that stimulates plant life growth, mm-hmm. which turns, um, uh, I think it's, what is it, Scylla? Uh, the big spider crab one, is that Scylla? Yeah. That one helps reverse the melting of the polar ice caps and then several of them turn nevada like the mudos turn nevada and where i forget where else they were into rainforest and they turn the when they all sort of come across the world i do believe it said that they turn the sahara desert into a rainforest Mm -hmm. which that's that's what one thing about this is they have a lot of really cool like small detail world building but they never show it that's exactly what i was getting yeah you'd think the idea that the sahara desert is now a rainforest would have come up at all yeah no even they could have easily had it been that oh where is this apex getting its money from this company we've never heard of before Mm -hmm. well they made a lot of money because they i don't know that before the sahara desert was a rainforest they bought up a lot of land cheap and now they have prime yeah or it like they talk about how uh, the droppings of the Titans yes. are now used as, like, an energy source and everything. I guess that's how that and, like, studying Titans is how they get real high tech in this, which is kind of like that. But I want to see more of just people, like, living in this yeah. world. show me the people who now live in the forest of Las Vegas. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that would be so cool. There's... The show coming out, uh, I think maybe tomorrow as we're recording. Yeah, as of data. I I think it already came out in Japan, but it's an anime called Godzilla Singular Point, which I think is a lot more of that, where it's people living in a world of these kaiju and everything, and kind of the society around it. And I think that's really interesting. you get a little bit of it in this movie, because they have uh, Titan evacuation points mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which seem 
almost useless. Yeah, no, like, I'm not expecting Pacific Rim level of, oh, we've adapted, this mm-hmm. is what we do, but uh, some sort yeah, of that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, one thing... Think how much this is like... Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, yeah. Like Pacific Rim this is, because the plot of yeah, that is Charlie the, Day yeah, joins with a brain. With a brain, and then they were using uh, monster bits and everything. Yeah. yeah it's very. It felt weird. very Pacific Rim. Um, I was going to say something about Godzilla's singular point, but I don't remember. One thing, separate thing from what I was going to say, um, you don't get like a good, good look at it, but I kind of really like the design of Godzilla, of what they've shown in the singular point. I've not seen anything of this, so. It's, I love how fucking, his legs are (laughs) fucking massive. He's like, dummy fucking thick his tail is like huge and i fucking love it i that's one thing uh that i'm that's great for dropkicking (laughs) yeah that's true too that's one thing i'm as a godzilla fan um fan might be i really like godzilla i like but one thing is there's been a lot of cool things coming out with godzilla designs lately i really when the 2014 came out i I really liked that one uh the there is an anime that came out on netflix called godzilla earth that was like cgi yeah it it it, it wasn't too good it was pretty boring but the godzilla design in that for one it was absolutely massive like that's i think it's like something like 10 times the size of the legendary like it's giant uh and when that I think has a lot of really cool world building in it too. Like, cause, uh, Godzilla kind of makes the world inhabitable, uninhabitable for people. So they leave and because they're in space and everything, uh, they run out of resources and they have to come back, okay. but they're not gone for that long, but because of space because and space, everything, in real life, that's how you time they've travel. been, yeah, they've been gone for thousands of years. So the whole world has changed kind of around Godzilla. That's cool. Like the foliage and everything are kind of like, like it's this kind of like this metallic substance that's real sharp and everything. And there's all these new monsters. I think it's got a lot of cool world building in it. Barely does anything with it. The Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla design, and that sucked ass because it was just kind of a a city. Like it, they had Mecha Godzilla, and then I guess they left it left it leave, like sitting there for a while, and then he became this like sentient city. Uh, Ghidorah's design in that kind of sucked. He was kind of just a ghost dragon, but Godzilla's design in that it was really good. And a lot of stuff with Godzilla I, coming out is really cool design. Um, one thing that I kind of didn't like its design until the very end was Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I was just thinking about Shin Godzilla. I really liked how Godzilla had an almost doomsday-like quality. Yeah, how he kept that evolving. Cool. That was pretty cool. I liked that. Um, there were a lot of bits where, and like we were talking about it, goofy. Yeah, uh, no, that was really, like it had big had, like, googly, googly eyes, eyes. Which, this has some charm to it, but it's a bit goofy. And that Godzilla... It's real. That one hat was really thick down and had a lot of junk really in the trunk. Phallic up front, though. But like, it was really like bottom heavy. Yeah. Like he had tiny little arms up at top, and then like a skinny like head. 
but the bottom was real thin. By the end of that movie, though, he looks cool. Yeah, no, it looked cool. And, when and he I really like comic yeah, that movie. I really like how him shoot. I think out of the tail was a bit much, but the, the lasers coming out of all the yeah. spines and everything that was that pretty cool. I was so into cool. that. But um, yeah, I. That was one of the movies that I didn't pay much attention to. When we get Wenko watch, that was another surprise. Oh, there's a Godzilla thing coming yeah. up. Because we sort of just bought tickets and went go watch it. I was under the impression we were watching a dub version, but it wasn't. It was, it was subbed. Um, and I have... People might get mad at me for this, but I have a hard time keeping like my interest peaked and subbed. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, a hard time reading subs. Yeah, because of how my brain works. Yeah, it just doesn't work quite well with them. And the one thing, especially in a theater where I have to be looking yeah, at the bottom of the screen, way to go too. Yeah, and I'm not paying attention to what's going on. So uh, we had a lot of fun in that movie, just kind of making up the plot <laughs> for it as it was going. Well, yeah, I mean, I very few people watch. Godzilla films for the plot. Oh yeah, no, all of mo the majority of them are goofy nonsense. Yes. Like it's usually like an alien race coming down to fight Godzilla, and that's one. Look, thing I hope that's where I'm this really is going. For. I don't need an alien race or human like to come down and everything. They already did invasive species from space with Ghidorah, Ghidorah. but give me fucking space Godzilla like this. I will big ass crystals on his shoulders, <laughs> magic powers bigger than Godzilla. I will be so happy if they're like, it's like Godzilla, but from space. <laughs> and then like some some fucking snarky characters like. You mean Space Godzilla? You mean like how in this movie... Uh, Mecha Godzilla? Yeah, the little kid from Deadpool. Deadpool Prison Pocket? Yeah, Prison Pocket was like, Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. And then the like, evil corporation guy was also... Is that like, also called... Yeah, it? Well, they just called it Mecha. Yeah, like the my Mecha. Mecha. Yeah. They're like, that's weird. And it's weird that they didn't just say Mech. Like, yeah. like my Mech or anything. It was Mecha. Like, there was something after that. Godzilla. I am... I don't really know why... Like, I know why, out of universe, they made him look like Godzilla. Because he's Mecha mm -hmm. Godzilla. But why, in universe, were they like, we'll make a Godzilla? That would have come if they built it around the skeleton of a Godzilla. That, that would have explained it. One thing, I am pretty disappointed about this movie. There was no Mecha Kong. <laughs> I was hoping for it, like, because I knew they were going to do the team up to fight a bigger thing. And, Always. And I was pretty sure it was going to be Mecha Godzilla. But I was hoping for the bit, because I was hoping they were just going to trounce the shit out of Mecha Godzilla and, like, there is another. And then fucking Mecha Kong comes out. And maybe Mecha Kong's thing is, like, he's real durable. So, like, the axe doesn't work on him. But maybe, like, the Atomic Breath did. So they're like, oh, switch dance partners. <laughs> and, like, King Kong goes and fights Mecha Godzilla. And Godzilla's fighting Mecha Kong. And then they bro fist and have a happy I thought ever after. So much. At the end of this movie, when you see them both staring each other down, I thought they were going to go in for a weird little one, handshake. One thing I like about that bit is you could really see it in Kong's eyes. Yeah, he's when like, Meg, please, when, don't, please yeah, don't. When fucking Godzilla comes roaring at him, he's like, please, God, don't. I'm so tired. Yeah, like, he gets up, like, 
oh, I can do this all yeah. day. But he's got a look on his face that's just like, please, I'm tired. I That's one thing I really like about all these monsters. They're very emotive. But yeah. Like, you could, like, in this one, you see Godzilla get hit by Mechagodzilla's lame throat, and he raises his hand and go. you could see him going, Fuck! Yeah, no, he genuinely, after he gets like his chest burned, he's on the ground like, ah, oh, God. Or like Godzilla or King Kong when he does like the whole put his dupes up. He's like, I got this. <laughs> or like in King of the Monsters, fucking Rodan does that. It, the, the camera does that weird office gym yeah, zoom in on his face. Like his, he's like, fuck off. I like that Rodan had a goofy head. Yeah, it was <laughs> two normal heads. The middle one was the leader. Oh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah that was Ghidorah. Yeah. He had a bit of a, he goofy, had a goofy head. Yeah. Which I think they do imply that the head that is controlling Mechagodzilla was the goofy head. What? Did it? Because one of them got slight. He loses his head twice in that. Yes. But one time it grows back. Yeah. One time it gets sliced off or whatever and then grows back. I know. The other time Godzilla eats it. Because they do the fake out, like, oh, he's, oh, he's still, still around. around. And, then it just and, and it's still alive. Yeah. It's still moving its head. It's conscious of being eaten. Where it's like, fuck you, Ghidorah. You deserve that. <laughs> but, yeah, I do believe there's a few things that imply that the head that is controlling Mechagodzilla is the goofy head, which is rules. Because that means the goofy head was like, nah, fuck this. I'm tired of this. That I do like that. That's pretty good. But they did have two heads. Yes. They, because they were like, oh, they could telepathically communicate with each other. Which, I didn't think of it as telepathic. Like, I thought they just shared the same body. So, like, the, like, brain... Yeah, they, there's a throwaway line where it's like, their necks are so long, the only way for them to communicate is telepathically. But, like, one of the heads had to be controlling the body. Yeah, it was... I think it was the middle The head. middle one controlled, like, all of it. Yeah. But, but like... It didn't seem... Clearly, it can work, yeah. so one why thing, isn't it working? One thing about the goofy head that I liked heaps was it doing... There's one bit in King of the Monsters where it's off doing its own thing, and the fucking metalhead's like, fuck you, oh, get yeah. into business, grabs its horn thing and whips it over, and it's like, we're busy here, yeah. fucker. That's also the first time... Not that moment, but that's also how he loses it the first time, too. The dominant head eats... The goofy head, and then it grows back, and he's like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> um, I don't know. I like I liked this movie quite a bit. It was fun. Yeah, it was very it, fun. It has the same problem that all of these movies had, where you're kind of watching it, and the human bits are going on. Yeah, you're like, come on, get on with it. But when it got to the fucking monster fights, you were like. Fuck yes, I'm here for fucking King Kong doing all his little parkour. I'm so surprised that Eleven. From Stranger Things. She's in this movie. Billy Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown. Billy Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown has uh, an explicit connection with King Kong. And she's got the... she has Godzilla. The, yes, Godzilla. Thank you. Um, got the connection with him and has the box that literally calls him. And then there, King Kong has a little girl who he likes, trusts, and can communicate with him. And I'm so surprised the two little girls... Never interacted at all. Yeah, no. But, like, <laughs> you kind of think they'd at least, like, argue or, or whatever. Talk or at talk. All? I mean, I but guess, or didn't. at least. 
I get not having them fight because one was like a nine-year-old and, the other and one, one was, was like, like a teenage, teenager. like a late teen well, girl. Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah, she would have kicked that little girl's fucking Which, ass. Which, I mean, you would have felt more appropriate because Godzilla shoots lasers <laughs> and, and King Kong's just a clever ape. But, I don't know, that little girl could have been wily. That little girl could have had her own axe. Uh, in my head, it was just a knife. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty Which good. And then Millie Bobby Brown has a gun. gun. Yeah, like a laser. That's, that's a human equivalent. The can't absorb bullet. Like, axe If a movie was like, oh, like if Captain America had a knife and someone shot oh, and yeah. he deflected it. Oh, I was thinking, I you know the, the katana or sword cut a bullet in half? Yeah, but I always feel like a knife, like, I, it's usually not. I feel not, like a knife does it's that. It's too thick. Yeah, well, I thought it was too small. Because you're just going to get bullet two bullets shot in the, in the chest. Yeah, because a lot of katanas have that bit of an angle to it. Where it's, well, I guess that's your no, nice blades. Like that blade yeah. has an angle to them. But I, I just think because katana is bigger, yeah. so when it slices through, the bullets have to separate. It's, it's actually the opposite. Because it's thicker, they have to separate around the blade and go around you. Mm-hmm. But with a knife, it's pretty thin, so you just kind of would shoot yourself in the chest with Twice. two smaller yeah. bullets. Um... Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We've talked a lot about Godzilla films. Did you? See, uh, you probably have. Do you remember much of the Peter Jackson King Kong film? Um, yeah, I remember With a Jack good Black. bit of it. Uh, there's the most memorable bits were for one him pulling the uh, uh, T Rex tongue oh, out. I love That's that. Such one. cool. Where he breaks there, its jaw. There was something. I really like Skull Island in these yes. movies, in the legendary movies. They're really interesting and got a lot of cool world building. But there's something really charming about just dinosaurs on yeah, this island. about just regular dinosaurs and giant bugs that, like, the bamboo spider was cool, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, a real bug. Yeah, it wasn't, like, Jurassic bugs where yes. they're kind of, like, dog-sized-ish yeah. bugs. Right. You see in the Peter Jackson movie, they get attacked by, like, giant bugs, and it's genuinely pretty horrifying. Yeah, no, the centipede in that scene it's when I was a kid. Like, really okay, me. it will mess you up. Um, And then there's the classic, he's on the building... I Which, think it was the Empire, it was the Empire State. State Building. Yeah, was with the, the planes scene? flying around it and everything. Which I thought was rad. Uh, I like, in that one, he's very much an ape. Yes, but, correct me if I'm wrong, does he fall in love with the girl in that movie? He's very much obsessed with that girl, but I don't think he genuinely okay. loves her. Lady, listen to my words very good. Do not sleep with that Do ape. Do not sleep with that giant ape. Uh... Now, maybe this is... He's not technically an actual gorilla. Well, in that movie, he kind of is just a big gorilla. Yeah. But gorillas, uh, just biologically, have a, about a two-inch penis. Uh, so, on his scale, that's still quite large, ma'am. Please do not... <laughs> good ape. Look, that's a... Uh, I think that's like the size of a horse. Like a full-ass <laughs> horse. <laughs> I don't know why that... Not a horse, Don. No, no, a horse. A uh, actual horse. But probably bigger. Maybe. Probably no, he's not that he's not big. That in big that. in that movie. I think he's like forty feet. Yeah, he's like several stories tall. Yeah, not he's not huge. Not like he is in this movie. No, which even in the last movie, Kong Skull Island, oh, I was a, like, I was like, that's a big fucking. Ape. Yeah, 
Because he was he, about 100 feet in that even one. Even as a teenager in the Legendary films, he's bigger than Peter Jackson's, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think Peter Jackson's was about half the size of yes. Skull Island. And then, and then like, he, a quarter of the size. Because he got, like, three times got, like, bigger. Three times bigger. He got, like, between 100 to 300. Because they're comparable in size in this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Uh I think it's just Kong. He, I don't think he ever gets to be no. Kong. Which there's a bit where he sits on a throne in this Which movie. And I'm like, oh, this is the bit like... someone's gonna be. Like, he's a king, and then like, oh, it's King Kong. But no, he's just Kong. And they never do the bit where it's uh because he's not King Kong. They never do the bit. What is a king to a god? <laughs> <laughs> Which I no, would have enjoyed. I thought there could have been a scene where he. He beats Godzilla, and then they're like, oh, he's the king of the monsters, the King Kong. But he never does that, because... Yeah, no. Godzilla wins. Yeah, pretty Very rarely in a a versus movie with two heroes versus. There is a winner in this, and it is Godzilla. No, I've never seen Freddy versus Jason. Is there a winner in that? Um, I have seen Freddy versus Jason. It was ages ago. I don't think there was. That makes sense. Usually there's not. But yeah. that only brought up to me because I was thinking, how many versus movies are there? There's Freddy versus Jason. There's their original Kong versus Godzilla, which in that one, no one really won. But King Kong's the only one you see, like, swim away. So that so implies it he wins. kind of implies. But they <laughs> kind of just tumbled down a hill. <laughs> there's Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. Um, there's this movie. This movie. I can't think of uh, Ford v Ferrari. Oh, uh, Predator versus Predator versus Alien. Alien. Um, but yeah, for the most part, none of them really ever have a clear cut. This person wins. Yeah. I guess it's for like you kind of well, don't, especially, especially when it's two different franchises, because that's usually what this is. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be like, oh, you're wrong for liking yes. this franchise over this. And one. nerds are big on, oh well, he beat him, so he's better. Yeah. Which, I get it, but, like, shut up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And look, if that's you, I'm sorry I said to shut up. But, look, maybe don't say that kind of stuff. It's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Superman would beat Batman. Yeah. I don't think that makes Superman better than Batman. I like Superman quite a bit, and if I had to pick a comic to read, especially nowadays, I'd probably pick a Superman one. Yeah, but I think nowadays. That even if Batman, because a lot of the people assume Batman wins those kind of fights, and I'd still read a Superman comic. Yeah, I think over. I would read a Batman comic. Which is fair. It just, just depends on the comic I and the writer. I would definitely honestly. watch a Batman movie over a Superman movie. Depends on the movie. I'd watch. Christopher Reeve's Superman before I'd watch uh, like The Dark Knight Rises. I, I get bored. That's fair. I, I I don't like. I just think it Dark depends Knight. on which Rise movie you're going for. I'd rather watch Michael Keaton Batman well, okay. than Christopher Reeve Superman. Uh, and I think those are the most comparable. Yes. To each other and quality. Christopher Reeves is a lot closer to how Superman actually is. That's fair. Michael Keaton ruled. I love that Michael movie. Michael Keaton Batman. But he's barely Batman. My, well, he's pretty Batman. He is a pretty murderer. chill on the murder side of things. And but he doesn't really ever do any real detective work. Yeah, that's fair. Which, like, 
doesn't happen much in Batman stuff anymore too much. Like, they like to call him the world's greatest well, detective. Even that, they don't really do that much. But they don't comics. even... In the movies, I mean. They rarely call him yeah. the world's greatest detective. No, and, like, even in the games, they rarely show Well, detective. that's because it's hard to do detective work yeah. in a video game. And especially nowadays, all detective work is done by the tech he has in everything. Yeah, which is a bit of a cop-out, but whatever. Yeah. I get it. But... Anyways, <laughs> King um, Kong versus Godzilla. Now, uh, we didn't get to it before because we talked about your favorite. My personal favorite is King Kong. That's fair. I've always been more of a Kong head. Well, yeah, you're a little ape boy. I am. You, you very. I resemble an ape. I love apes. Apes rule. Um, apes in general are pretty sick, but King Kong in particular has always been cool to me, especially since uh, I really like what is it, the 1930. Um, claymation. I'm not huge on claymation usually. Yeah. But the way he moves in that one, they do a very good job of putting a lot of emotion and character in just his movements, mm-hmm. which is hard, not only in claymation, but like, you don't get a whole lot of that even from people in movies in the 30s. And I do really think, um, there's a lot more charm to claymation than there is guy in rubber suits. Yes. So I think those movies are more, the Kong is, what's it, it's more interesting to go back and look at, well, this was the time of the King Kong than it is for Godzilla, which is just a bunch of guys. I love seeing these guys wrestle and throw foam boulders and shit at each other. uh, Before we move off of the 1930s King Kong, I remember a story I heard or maybe read about that where... Originally, the guy who was making King Kong, uh, the movie, wanted to just be a regular ape who went into <laughs> oh, yeah, a town no, and yeah. grabbed a woman. Uh, but they couldn't get an actual ape and an actual Komodo dragon to fight. That wasn't allowed. It was <laughs> it was illegal. Yeah. He was like, well, damn it. Um, we'll get an actual ape, and then we'll claymation like a dinosaur for him to fight. And so he went to the guy to see him like demonstrate like dinosaur claymation. He's like, well, that rules. We'll just do the whole movie. Yeah, animation. that's pretty good. And then he's like, well, no one's going to believe an actual dinosaur fighting a regular ape. And he's like, then just make the ape big, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how King Kong became massive. That's pretty good. There's a similar story to how uh, King Kong versus Godzilla happened, which I really love, was uh, over here in the West, they were going to do King Kong versus Frankenstein. Which is so much funnier. Which is really funny to me. Or, no, um... I think it, it was Godzilla versus Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were going to do that over there. Uh, or I'm mixing up the story. Yes. Whatever. The idea was one guy heard that. It was originally going to be pitched as Godzilla versus Frankenstein. Yeah. One guy, one guy heard that. Rushed his ass over to fucking uh, the, the Godzilla people and were like, let's do this movie. Like, we can't do Frankenstein. And they're like, we have King Kong. Let's do Big Ape <laughs> versus Godzilla. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that was late enough in the development period that that's why King Kong has his lightning abilities. Because it was originally going to be Frankenstein. Yeah. Is that the only time he's got lightning that's abilities? That's the biggest time. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest time I where he that's gets the power up by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Which I still love that it happens it, in this movie. Good. He they they shock his heart back open and he gets to keep moving. It rules. Yeah, no. This movie was a very enjoyable time. It was a bit of a goofy movie. If you're going looking for a 
yeah, fucking. If you're going for a critically acclaimed film, if you're looking for an Oscar in this movie, you're gonna be you, you're gonna be really disappointed. But if you go into it like this is my action figure smashing into each other for a good while, you're gonna you're be gonna have a good very time. Happy. And I think that's all the time we have today. Yeah, I think that just about covers them. Um, so uh, I think that that does us. That does us. Um. A couple of things. Uh, we are on most podcasts, uh, listening devices and whatnot. We're on iTunes. We'd really appreciate... Uh, if you could give us a review, that If would you be could nice. go onto iTunes and give us a review. Hey, look, it doesn't even have to be a great one. Uh, if you want to go on there and be like, two stars, these guys are annoying. Look, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna hurt my feelings. If you want to be really rude to one of us, I expect me and really nice <laughs> to the other. We'll take that. Look, I would love that. Um, another thing is, uh, we recorded most of our episodes before we got a chance to do this, uh, but we want to thank Weston. Uh, yeah, my good friend Weston. He goes by West Easy on SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, and he does our theme music for the show. And we'd really appreciate if you guys checked him out. Yeah, uh, just look up West Easy. He's on Twitter uh, as West Easy. That's West, W-E-S-T, hyphen E-Z. Um, and if you do go over there, let him know who sent you. Yeah, and while that, you're there, we're also on Twitter. Uh, we are on Twitter at... Atomic Androids. That's with an S. Yeah, we had to throw the S in on there. Um, and one Instagram at Atomic Android 2020 because yes. we didn't think a year would change. Yeah, no, well, 2020 has been a big part of my personal personal brand. brand for a while, and then when I made that, I couldn't get Atomic Android, so I just kind of chucked it on there. <laughs> now we're kind of stuck with it, and then, nah, I'm fine Look, with I, it. I'm it's not fine. a problem with it. But yeah, if you want to follow us on there. You'll get updates on when episodes come out. Um, yes. And uh, one more thing. We do have an email. If you, if, if anybody you any feedback, feels advice, like questions. email. Yeah, we'd love uh, advice, criticism, ideas for episodes. If you want to just go on there and say that I sound like a big fat loser, I'll read it. Don't, I'll be sad, don't but do I'll that. read that, it. That will hurt my feelings if you say Adam <laughs> sounds like a big fat loser. But that's at theatomicemail at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, no at. I don't know why he said at. Oh, yeah, no at. <laughs> the ad's later on. It's theatomicemail at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and if we do more of these sort of wrap-ups at the end, we'll get much better at them, I promise. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. Um, Bye. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.